Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of DiSerrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that, from actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Hey, sweet friends. So if you're like many bakers, sugar artists, food entrepreneurs, anyone in the industry, you're always looking for ways to increase your revenue to make more sales. And sometimes what I notice with people is that whenever they're looking to increase sales, they typically change products. They're either switching it up. However, sometimes the answer can be right in front of you. So today we're actually going to go over three service offerings No new products needed, no new recipes for you to have to learn, but three different offerings that you can provide inside of your business in order to increase your sales. All right, so let's start off with number one, which is my favorite. It is memberships. I think a lot of bakers sleep on the fact of the matter that they can actually add membership services to their business. You're like, chef, what membership will I have? Well, one of my favorite examples that I share with people, I have a student working on this right now, is subscription boxes. Subscription boxes are an easy membership. They're an easy way for you to add passive income. There is nothing better than waking up and knowing that you have sales or knowing that you have orders. And generally, when people like your products and services, they don't mind getting them on a regular basis. So some ideas for this can be monthly tastings. I see bakers do tastings all the time. And I think, you know, brides are not the only ones that want tastings. What if you had something to where you offered dessert at your door or sweets at your steps? Something like that, a monthly PMS box or a monthly curated snack box. All of these things are subscription services that you can add, which will allow your customers to become members of your brand. So you're charging them every single month. You know the sales are there. And these are products where you're not having to change anything in your business. You're just taking the products you have and you're bringing more brand awareness to them. Another reason why I really love this option, and honestly, I think everybody should have some form of subscription service in their business, is because not only does it allow you the recurring revenue, but it's almost like the gift that keeps on giving. When people taste your products and you switch it up, generally, if they have a cake jar or a brownie jar or a cookie, then that makes them more inclined to come back now that they've tasted something and say, hey, I'm ready to order that. Membership services or subscription services are very, very close to offering daily offers or weekly offers. People who are in my monthly group subscription, they know that every single day I like for them to make money. I hate when my students don't have daily sales. So one of the things that we go over is we cover this topic a little bit. So that's why I'm going to briefly share with you here. But 
you need to put systems in place that will allow you to make more money. And you need to do those without fear because somebody's going to be like, oh, chef, I know that already. Yeah. But do you do it? (laughs) Knowing and doing something is totally different. And doing it isn't posting it one time posting it a second time. It's being adamant. It's it's pushing it. It's raising brand awareness. Sometimes the ideas that you guys come up with, they fail not because they're bad, not because people aren't interested, but because you lacked the consistency to promote them because you gave up on yourself. And that's something that I don't want you to do. And so with subscription services, It's like you're constantly winning every month because you're constantly providing your customers with what it is that they want from you. You're always able to switch it up. You can plan for it way in advance. So therefore, there's no baker or caker burnout or anything like that. And again, it's just a gift that keeps on giving. So think about adding subscription services in the forms of membership as one of the product offerings in your business. One of the second ones is classes. And this is another one that I get. That's not for me. I don't know if I can teach. Everyone can teach. All of us are born teachers. And I like to think that all of us are natural born leaders. I think we all should be offering some type of class within our community. Now, here's some examples that I have for you for classes is number one, keep it local. Also, think about the audience that you can provide to when it comes to classes. Now, one of the common ones that people do is people do cake decorating classes. Even I do this within my own business. I I offer what's called I offer, I had to correct myself, sorry, what's called sip and sprinkle, which is where it's a certain amount of people that get together, they can book it, I make the cakes and everything in advance, and they do just that. I bring the cakes and we build from the ground up, they BYOB, bring your own bottle, bring your own booze, and we get together and sip and sprinkle. Now, in my business, I cater more towards adults, so this is perfect for me. If you're not a sipping person or you don't want to be around people as they drink or whatever the case, you can call it swirl and sprinkle. Hell, you can just call it cake decorating classes, although I prefer you not to because I'm pretty sure on one of these podcasts, I will tell you guys how I don't like commonly named themes, but we'll get back to that. But come up with something cute, come up with something catchy and give it a name. And that's how you can target adults. Now, classes don't just stop with adults and they don't just stop with in-person. Another one is Littles. I have a young lady, her name is Mindy. Uh, She owns a bakery called Cake That, which I love, and she's a good buddy. And I always go there, and sometimes I talk to her, and I was there a couple weeks ago when we were talking, and she was telling me how she changed some things around in her business. And she was like, you know, chef, and I was just advising her. She has an amazing storefront, and I love helping storefront owners to where any baker succeed. And we went over her sales and different things that she offered. She usually makes about $16,000 for her summer camps that she runs with little students during the summer. Now, she's a mom. I'm not a mom. I don't have patience to be around anybody's children. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. But she's a mom. She offers these summer camps, and they're always a hit. So she's like, you know, I can always count on this to bring in about this amount of revenue. So I said, well, Mindy, why are we stopping with just summer? 
You know, if the summer camps are great, then how can we take what's winning, take what's working for you and amplify that? So I said, what if we did spring camps, like a spring bacon championship? And then what if we did fall as well? Anytime that students have a big gap in a break and you know that parents are going to want to do something with their children, that should be an opportunity for you to swoop on in there with your class. And she also offers these cool classes called Nailed It, which is very much like the Netflix show where she gives the student a cake or something that they're trying to achieve. They break it down. She goes over different techniques with them. What I like about this class that she offers is that it's usually like a week long class. So sometimes we think of classes as being two hours, but we don't think of running actual full camps. And Mindy does amazing with this. So I was like, you gotta do it again. So that's what I'm telling you guys. If it's not broke, then don't worry about fixing it. When something works, redo it. So it doesn't have to be just a small class. It could be a course. It could be something that you offer over an extended period of time. So we got big people, we got littles. And then one of the most overlooked people, you're going to thank me for this. I could see somebody tagging me on social right now, is senior citizens. I have cared for people in my family who've had dementia and Alzheimer's. And I can tell you that there are places where seniors are looking for activities to do. And so many people skip over this. Either they do classes with children, they do classes with adults, and then we tend to forget about senior citizens. There are places such as senior living facilities, there are elderly communities, there are adult daycares, and these places generally have an amount allocated to go towards senior activities. So if you're comfortable with pitching yourself and you know how, tape your classes there. What I love about this is that if you're doing classes at a facility, number one is that you don't have to provide the location. So this is great if you are a cottage baker, because now all you're doing is you're taking your services and you're just taking them on the road. Number two, y'all, old people are so adorable. You're going to love working with old people because they take their time. They have patience. They're kind. They're funny. Some of them are hilarious. When I first left out of culinary school, one of my first internships was actually at a nursing facility. And I'm very kind hearted. I said, I could not do that no more because there is nothing sadder than getting attached to these sweet old people that smell like Johnson and Johnson baby powder. And, and then they up and they pass on you. But some of my greatest old school Southern recipes came from people that I met at those nursing homes. So I can tell you from someone who's cared for a elderly person, those people need things to do. And piping small things such as cookies, cupcakes, and stuff like that, those are the perfect options. Another option we talked about subscription services is number one. And since we're on number two, which is classes, I actually want to combine those two. And I want to give you a really good example. So another option is coming up with a subscription box where your subscription box service is actually a class. So every single month you put together something, an activity, you mail it out, and then people are able to log on either with Zoom or something like that, where they can go through the activity with you. This has been done before, and one of the great people that I see doing it now is actually Duff Goldblum. So if you follow Duff of Charm City Cakes, he actually now has a service called Baketivity, which is an activity kit with baked goods that gets mailed out. 
And then kids open it up and it allows parents to walk through a baking activity with their children, but they're able to log on and they're able to see a class with Duff. Now, look, sorry, Duff, don't come for me. I'm just here to teach. So those of y'all in the baking industry, by all means, go check out Duff. Again, we don't copy, right? We get inspired. I think I actually posted the day of me recording this is that we always want to make sure that our inspiration has a differentiation. So see what tools and what tips that you can pick up from this and come up with something. But again, I like it because it's killing two birds with one stone. You have a class and then you have a subscription box service and you're educating the community. So it's like a win, win, win all around. One of the next things is even if you don't want to ship, and if you're a cottage baker, remember that most states allow you to ship statewide. That is a huge amount of people that you can come in contact with because if you're going to different cities that have festivals and stuff like that, as you meet these people, you're able to say, hey, even though we're not in the city, we do offer subscription box services. We have suites at your door. You can, if you enjoy this, you can sign up for this monthly and then you could get this package. And so that's just another really way to talk to yourself, uh, not talk to yourself, fit yourself. But I'm going to say this now because I know somebody, every time I share a podcast, I always share what I'm talking about. And you guys talk to me on the Instagram post. Somebody's going to say, chef, I'm afraid. And here's what I want to tell you. You don't have to know it all to teach or to lead. All you have to have is a heart and a willingness to help other people. There are people who are half as qualified as you who are out there doing what it is that you want to do. But the only thing that's stopping you is fear. Also, another thing in our industry that I really don't like, so I'm going to put it out there. We have a tendency to... Uh, grade things or put things on levels or assume that when you do this one particular task, you're bigger. Like in, in our industry, I find people will say, well, I started off offering this, but now I'm working to cakes. And ultimately, I want to work to wedding cakes. And there's no grade in our industry, okay? Making wedding cakes doesn't make you better than someone making cookies. And making cookies makes you no better than wedding cakes. Sometimes I meet people and I talk to you guys and it's like, well, I'm not there yet. There is wherever you're trying to be. There is your version of success. When I first started, I was totally happy and content with only offering pound cakes in my business. I only add it when it felt comfortable to me. I never do something when someone asks. I never do something that I don't like doing. When I'm comfortable learning something, then I take the time to learn it and then I move on. There are plenty of companies out there that have made hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars off of just one product. There's a pretzel company that I share with my students and they do just that. They dip pretzels, but they also offer classes and they also have all these other ways that they add additional revenue into their business. So for the person who's going to say, I'm not qualified, or I don't know if I can teach, or well, I'm not there, or, or I have, I don't have as much press, or I haven't done this like you. You're not trying to be like me. And honestly, I love for my students to be better than me because that's the entire point of learning, especially when you invest in a business coach, shameless pitch, let me pitch myself out there because I am one of the best. You're learning from OPM, 
other people's mistakes. And in learning from other people's mistakes, you're saving time on what it is that you're trying to accomplish or achieve. In the same way, someone out there in your city, in your community, they can learn from you. And that's one of the last examples that I have when it comes to classes is to actually teach other people in your industry. A lot of people are like, well, that's my competitor. They do the same thing as me. Darling, there are hundreds of thousands of people in your city. There is no way in hell that you can service all of those people. So when you have a gift, whether you decorate cakes, amazing, maybe it's just one to your cakes, or maybe you make cookies for all the cookies out there, the royal icing cookies. Y'all know cookies are in the class all your own. Y'all know how y'all all about that royal icing. Whatever it is that you do, somebody else is trying to learn that tip or technique. Teaching them is not harming you, honey. Okay, trust me. She's not stealing money out your pocket, she or he. They're not necessarily your competitor. So ditch that mindset. The minute you step away and you quit operating in a spirit of scarcity is the minute that you're actually going to open up and see so many blessings and things happen for your business. And there are some really genuine people out there. I have a young lady that stays not too far from me. Her name is Q. She actually has a membership service of her own, which is called Craft Sorority. And Q is very crafty. She likes to bake, obviously, (laughs) but she also loves uh, toppers. And and the girl has like the Glowforge machine and the edible machine. And she likes all these machines. She does all this stuff. And I'm so grateful because I don't like doing none of that shit. So when I need it, I buy it from her. But we're only five miles down the road from each other. There's orders that she does that I could do. There's things that I do that she could do. We offer the same things. She's actually even in my membership. That just goes to show you that I don't care because it's too much. Right. The city of Baton Rouge has like 200,000 something people. Hell, even if each one of us only had 100,000, we would still be overworked and swamped. That's too many people. She offers classes and I'm grateful for that. Not that I'm interested in learning because I'm not a crafty girl, but a lot of you guys out there are like Q. You can actually take what you know and you can put it in a membership and you can help somebody. You can help somebody, whether it's with sugar paste flowers, where you're having a class and you're teaching them, whether it's with the the toppers or whatever ideas. Maybe it's a new cookie design every month. Think of your comrades, of your associates in the baking industry. Sometimes they can also be your customers and show up with the attitude of gratitude, willing to serve them. The little bit that you know is what you're able to bless somebody with so that you can take them to the next level. All right. So we got little people. We got big people. We got senior citizens and we have associates, other cakers and bakers in the industry. So all of that is underneath number two for classes. Number three. Oh, and shout out to Mindy in Prairieville because I know she's probably listening. I'm super proud of you. 16K during the summertime is amazing. And I can't wait to see you at the children's baking classes to your spring edition so that you can generate even more revenue for your baking business. Number three is DIY sweets tables. Now, sweets tables is an amazing offering, but notice I didn't say regular sweets table. I said DIY, and I said that for a reason. When I first started, I used to do sweets table. Desserts tables, sweets tables, apologies if it's not coming out clearly, uh, where you sit up, set up, excuse me, and you provide service to people. 
And the reason why I stopped this is because it can take away from your time. I believe that we all use things and we all go through levels where something serves us. And it became a lot. I got too booked. So with the pandemic, one of the things that has actually been going up is there's been a huge increase for at-home parties. If you're on Pinterest, you'll notice the words entertaining at home. A lot of those things have increased by the hundreds because even after the pandemic, even though some people are like, we don't even have to wear a mask anymore, this or that, honey, that changed a lot of people. There are some people now who do things more at home. People are having parties in their backyard. I just offered some sweets for this couple that was doing a a murder mystery that they invited me to. And I was like, no, that sounds creepy. But so many people are doing things at home. So what happens is that when you provide a DIY sweets table, what you're doing is you're providing them with the items. Maybe you're renting out your stands, like the cake stands and the things you have, or maybe you're not renting out your stands or anything, period. You're just providing bulk offerings. When I go on people's websites a lot, they always have a menu, but some people never really have packages. And packages or a bulk offering is a service that you can provide that automatically increases your average transaction value because now people are buying more from you. And whenever you're posting, this is something else that you can pitch with your content marketing on social media, be it TikTok, Instagram, Pinterest, wherever it is that you market yourself. It's just another service that you can pitch that you're able to help your customers. So think of DIY suites tables where your guests can do it themselves versus you actually having to set up because now it also clears up time. I remember it was one day people were graduating and I had like three tables And I was like, I couldn't do it anymore. (laughs) Like I had my assistant at one place. I was at one place. Then my husband, he never likes to be by himself. So I'm like, okay. So positioning yourself back to back to back, it can kind of fill up your day. But if it was a DIY option where I just boxed up the items, I sold them to the customer and they were able to take it, decorate their table, their house, however they wanted to, then I wouldn't have that overlap. It would have allowed me, this is years ago, but back then or whoever's going through it now, it will allow you to take more orders throughout the day. So think of that as another offering to have in your business in order to increase your bakery income. All right, you guys. So we have subscriptions or memberships, classes, and DIY suites or dessert tables or brunch, because please don't forget that I meet a lot of brides who are like, I want to do something for brunch. But a lot of bakers usually offer cupcakes, cake, and they don't have breakfast offerings. We'll talk about that another time. And that's one way that they leave money on the table. So DIY sweets tables are great for those two. Whatever you decide, just keep this in mind. Number one, it needs to align with what it is that you're already doing. Number two is you should be highlighting the products and the things that you want to get booked for more of. So just keep that in mind whenever you're adding these services. And number three, be ready to promote them because throwing something or slapping something on your website one time is not going to cut it. You have to really, really be adamant. If you're not already skilled or advanced in how to promote something, how to run a successful campaign, how to run a successful promotion, keep those things in mind. You might want to get help with that. Uh, Shout out to those in the entrepreneur community. If you're in my monthly group coaching call, 
or my monthly group coaching membership, excuse me, I have multiple classes and we're always having calls on how to run successful marketing and campaigns. So if you're interested, I will provide the links to that in the show notes. All right, you guys. So to everyone listening, I hope one of these three offers helped you. Be sure to tag me at Instagram at Baking for Business. I can't wait to see what new idea or what new service that you're going to add into your business. I already have a feeling though that Duff's, Duff is probably going to get a run for his money um, with the activity thing because I can't wait to see you guys sharing your ideas with me on that. Until next time, bye for now.